Hello, good evening. We are back on another week. Uh, I'm doing the same thing again that I did the other other week about looking at the wrong place in the camera. I, I want to welcome each and every person, include myself, to this, uh, I, I guess you would just call it a, a video, a weekly video, weekly encouragement, um, word of the week, whatever you would want to call it. I, uh, I have, really, I feel like I have a word uh, for myself and, and maybe could be for you too as well. And um, I don't claim to be a prophet. I don't claim to be an apostle. I don't claim to be any of that. I, I do believe that the Holy Spirit will speak in themes. It doesn't matter what office that you're, 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 you're in. The Holy Spirit will be speaking the same thing. It doesn't matter what you're doing, what title you have. So I just want to, uh, I want to welcome you. And I want to thank you for hopping on. And, uh, and watching these videos, I hope and pray that it's a great encouragement to you and that you're able to get um, strength and peace and direction and clarity from the Holy Spirit. I'm just sharing what I have felt in my spirit on my heart, and I just pray that it helps you overcome the things that are, are uh, binding you and pressing up against you. Um, and, uh, so anyways, I'm going to pray real quick. We're going to hop right in. Uh, I don't want this to be a super long meeting, but you know, I, I definitely don't want to, uh, I don't want to stop, you know, when the Lord's speaking or whatever. So father, I thank you right now, Lord, right now, every person that's watching God, that, uh, that their spirit man would be at attention. Their spirit woman would be at attention, listening, being attentive, and I, God, I pray that we would all tune in because as we tune in to you, we're transformed. As we focus on you, we're transformed. And uh, God, I just thank you that even right now, we are uh, things are falling off of us. Lord, just distractions and, and stresses and fears and everything that tries to weigh in and push on us, it, it, that it's gone in Jesus' name. We just pray your anointing would break the yoke of bondage that's over our life in Jesus' name, amen. All right, I wanna talk to you tonight about a little thing called a fight of a lifetime. I have, I coined this, this message a long time ago and, and I call it a message because I've had to live it year after year for the past 16 years just fighting, fighting for my freedom, fighting for my faith, fighting to stay focused on Jesus, fighting to keep the simple things the simple things. So uh, as you know, we wage war every day. In our, some people wage war in their minds. A lot of people wage war in their hearts. Uh, we wage war in our spirits. And, and of course, in the world, there's, there's a war going on. And, and what we got to understand is we fight not with fists and, 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 and swords and stuff like that. We fight with different weapons that Christ gives us. And, and these weapons look different. A lot of times fighting hatred, you use love. It's unbelievable how that works. Uh, I've had that happen to me. I, I'm just about to lose it on somebody and they're just so kind and calm and 
and it just diffuses that 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 stronghold and and just that that evil you know just the uh, you know because you're mad and it just diffuses it's unbelievable how that works that's that's what christ he is he diffuses situations and so we are it, it the battle is good and evil light and darkness so we don't have to wander if we're in a battle we just have to figure out what battle we're in today and then tomorrow when we wake up what battle we're in tomorrow i see addiction i don't know about you but 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 for me i fought addiction for for the majority of my life and i'm a little bit thankful that that happened because it it taught me how to fight in life and fight for life and i don't I appreciate everything I have because I know what it's like to not have anything. Uh, I know what it's like to lose my freedom uh, uh, physically and mentally and be homeless and be familyless and friendless. I know what, what I know how that feels. And so when you lose all them things to addiction or to whatever is going on in your life and you get all them things back, you learn to be appreciative of them things. So, I'm going to share a little bit, and then, then we'll get into the Word and pull out what the Word is saying about fighting and how to fight and how that, how that applies to our life, what we can do, and, 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 and you know, just fight the right way. Because there's a right way to do things, and there's a wrong way. There's a way that seems right. This seems like the right thing to do, but, but in the end, it, it turns into death and destruction and it it wasn't right at all, uh, but it may have felt right and sounded right, but it just wasn't the right thing. So these are traps that the enemy can can get us in. So accountability in fighting is is super important. You you know why accountability is important? Because you can't fight by yourself. I used to think, oh man, I can do this. I got this. I can beat this. I can beat this porn addiction. I can beat this cigarette addiction. I can beat this alcohol, these drugs, all these things, this anger issue, all this other stuff. I can beat. Don't worry about it. I, I can take care of it, right? Until you try to do it. Until you realize, hey, I, I can't do this. And then you realize, first, your need for the Lord and, and his power. And you, you recognize your need for other people. Because, you know, you can have a problem, but when you have a problem and somebody else notices it, it's just a little different because they're going to tell you, hey, you, you got a problem. Like, you may be okay with that. I remember driving in my car and my windshield was, you know, the outside was clean, but the inside needed to be wiped down, you know. And I've been driving like that for a while, you know, and I was just... I don't. I guess I would just forget to do it every time I got out of the car. So, somebody gets in my car. I, it may have been my wife, or it may, it may have been one of my buddies. And they were like, "Dude, your windshield is like filmy. You need to wipe, dude. Didn't it? you need to wipe that? Like, you can see clearly if you just wipe it. But here's the thing: I didn't really notice it, or more or less do anything about it till somebody else said something about it." Hey, you could fix that really easy. It doesn't cost you anything. So, 
That happens when we get people, when we're just doing life. I mean, I'm not saying when you're at church, but when you're just doing life. A lot of times when you're at church, you're not really talking. You're sitting and listening to somebody else, and then most mostly everybody leaves after that. So there's not a, that's, you know, more or less assembling together. But when you're fellowshipping, you're hanging out, talking, you're going to Walmart together, you, you're doing stuff, you're, you know, you're, you're doing different things like that. That's when you're doing life. That's when you're talking iron sharpening iron. You're helping each other. And that's when accountability is crucial. Unbelievable. So anyways, if I could say anything, harping on that one subject, accountability is the only method, is the only way that it would ever work. So anyways, don't fight alone. Because let me tell you what, if you've ever been in a fist fight and you fought by yourself, and you tried to fight more than one person, it didn't go well. I don't know about you, but I remember, you know, me and my little cousin and about 50 guys, and it did not go well. It was not a good outcome, I'm telling you. So have somebody that you're accountable with, that you're close with, that you guys are doing life together. Uh, if you're a woman, get you somebody that you know, you're close with. I can't stress enough, that is the, that's a key right there. And if if there's no way to make it, I've tried it. It just it it's a it's a bigger mess by yourself. Anyways, so maybe that was a word for somebody right there, or off the bat. Okay. The enemy of your soul has a plan. He wants you to be comfortable in your addiction. He wants you to be driving your car with the windshield all cloudy when you don't have to do that. Whatever situation that keeps you from God's best, the enemy wants you to stay there. Wants you to stay there. So when I get asked, hey, how do you get off drugs? How do you get off uh, alcohol, addiction, you know, whatever the problem is, whatever. Well, you focus on Christ. Because as you do that, you start to change. You, you start to realize, wow. I don't have to stay here. I'm I'm actually choosing to stay here. The the Lord will bring me out of here if I will let him. So here's here's a couple of weapons I want to share with you on this being a fight of a lifetime, contentment and thankfulness. Hey Lord, thank you for where I'm at and thank you for where I'm going. And, and and just being just being grateful, being thankful that you're not where you used to be, but you are moving forward. You are moving forward. And and that doesn't just happen. You don't just sit and wait on the Lord to come and get you. You actually have to move towards him. As you move towards him, things will begin to fall off of you. Uh, I don't really know how to explain that, but that's what happened to me. You know, I, I began to move towards the Lord. 16 years ago, and I'm telling you, I was not churched. I was I didn't have Christianese. I uh, didn't have a Christian church book that taught me all the words. Um, I was fresh off the well, that, fresh off the streets, and 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 it was pretty messy. But I just headed towards the Lord. I knew that He was the answer, and I knew how to fight for things. But I didn't know how to fight for the things that I needed, like character, integrity, uh, all these other things. But you know what? Here's the deal. If you knew how to fight out there, 
it's going to be a little easier. You understand fighting in your mind, and and then you just use that for the kingdom. You know, you fight for your faith. You fight for your values. You fight for your convictions. Um, you're going to have to fight for them. Thing, them things aren't just going to be nobody. People are going to challenge them things. Your your convictions, uh, how you feel about life, and how you feel about you know just the way life is, and and what the Bible says about life. You're going to have to fight for them. But there's a right way to do it, and 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 you can do it in love. You don't have to be hateful. And I, we've all seen the people that that are fighting, and they're not. You know they're not doing it with with the spirit of the Lord. There's a real mean spirit about it, and um, it's not going to be easy. But I, I I will will say there is a right way to do things, and a lot of times you can do things and not even realize that you were being example. You were just doing the right thing, and and uh, a lot of times you don't have to tell somebody what you're. What you don't support, you can just kind of show them what you do support. And a lot of questions are just kind of answered just by the presentation, just by you just being being Christ in the situation. If you notice, he didn't answer a lot of questions how they wanted him to. He was just truth in front of them. So... I want to share a scripture. This is Ephesians 6, and uh, we're going to kind of cruise 10 through 18. Uh, this is what it says. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you are able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you'll be able to resist the enemy in time of evil. Then, after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, put on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. So, let's stop right there. It's talking about a battle, and it's telling you, these are your opponents. He, these are the people that you cannot see with your eye, but they are larger than life. And you may feel like you could do it on your own, but if you were ever to see a visible manifestation of how big these evil rulers and principalities were, you you would... Uh, as as a, a pastor down south says, you'd poop your pants. So you you just you just have to read the scripture and take his word for it that that you are fighting real powers and they're not just little little bitty um, you know little bitty bugs. You know they're not little little spiders. So only can you do this through Christ without his armor without his word standing underneath his wing, you ain't no way you can do this. You'd be fighting hell with a water pistol. So what he's saying is, yes, things look dark. Things may seem that, you know, shoot, I I am stuck. I have been trapped here for years. Yeah, 
there's a way out, and it's him. And he's the only way out. You know, all these good ideas and, well, I'm just, this New Year's resolution, I'm just going to stop drinking and stop smoking. And I, I tried that for a whole, whole long time. And listen, that did not work. I had New Year's resolution after New Year's resolution after New Year's resolution, and nothing, nothing worked. So the only time I did change is when I realized, hey, I, I can't do this. This, this is not working. Obviously, there is something more than meets the eye uh, that's going on here. So, it talks about this battle, okay? It talks about who you're fighting, talks about the battle, and then it says, then after the battle, you'll be standing firm. Meaning, if you have done the things that I have said, if you do them this way, you'll still be standing. You'll still be standing, and you'll be standing firm. So I'm going to scroll down a little bit. Um, you know, I know a lot of Christians and, and non-Christians, we've all been fighting. You know, some people have been physically fighting, you know, and so we all are speaking the same language, whether you're fighting for your faith or your values or, or you're fighting to be heard, you're fighting for your rights, you're fighting for what you think is right. Whatever you're fighting for, we're, as a humankind right now, are all in the same season. We're all fighting, right? Okay, I want to scroll down. Um, so as we have been contending for, for what we may, you know, what, what we're looking for in life. I'm fighting to shut the door to 2020, or uh, I'm fighting to get out of, fear or depression or discouragement or whatever in the world that you are fighting, um, we have been contending, hoping for for deliverance or for, for a victory. You know, that's we're not fighting just to be fighting. People don't get out in the streets and just whip each other for no reason. They're 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 fighting for a reason and they're fighting for for a victory of some sort. So uh the, the you know the the body of Christ they've been fighting for hope they've been fighting for God's plan to move forward no matter what that looks like other people have been fighting uh, for for certain things that they may hey this is right I'm gonna fight for this well here's my definition of fighting for things if God didn't tell you to 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 fight for it don't fight for it if if it's just some an agenda that you have in your mind. And you may think it's right and only give your life to things the Lord told you to. I've seen a lot of people, well-meaning, good-hearted people, fight for things the Lord never told them to fight for. And um, and it didn't end well. It didn't go that great. I'm, they learned a lot, but there was a, not the learning curve, you know. For me, um, I knew very early that I was going to fight for prisoners uh, that were coming out of jail, coming back into the community, fighting for people that were addicts. And I was passionate about it because I used to be them. Um, but just recently, kind of maybe in the last couple of years, I've been fighting for orphans and, 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 and kids and, and just, just to see restoration in kids and orphans, to see them loved by the Father and 
in their community and have a place to know that they're loved. They're not rejected. They're not outcast. And and so I've just followed the Lord's mandate wherever that was. I didn't go and pick a mandate. Hey, I'm going to go pick up this mandate of prisoners. I knew that the Lord said, hey, I brought you out of jail so you can bring hope back there. And so I had to wait on the timing for that. You know, I prayed and um, God opened the doors. I didn't have to go and beat the door down. So anyways, as we've been contending for, for hope and deliverance, oftentimes we'll get discouraged, we'll get depressed, and hope deferred happens. So that kind of brings all of that. That that you know is we kind of in our mind we've set a date about when we think the battle's going to be over, and and when it's not, you know, over at that time we begin to get weary. We 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 begin to kind of fall down, you know, and you know then then here here's the here's the scary part of this the the fighting of a lifetime. However, if you've been fighting. Uh, a nicotine addiction, a porn addiction, um, however long. That there's highs and, and there's lows. There's times where, hey man, I got seven days. Hey man, I got thirty days. Hey man, I got sixty days. It, these are highs. And then sometimes you'll hit a low. Oh man, you know, I went right back. You know, or or I slipped, or I backslid, or what whatever the case is, or I was thinking this would be over by now. I was thinking, you know, that I wouldn't do this again. You know, I was thinking, you know, which, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. You're, you're hoping that, that your hope was pulling you somewhere. You had vision. Whatever happened, people make mistakes. Stuff happens. You have to pull yourself out of the discouragement and the depression and begin to focus on Christ and get your eyes back on him. And uh, th- that that will, the shame will go away. The guilt will go away. It, it's not instant, but feelings, they come and they go. That's where the highs and lows are. That's your feelings. So if if you live by your feelings, you you're gonna kind of be in all these different trees, right? Because the wind is blowing all kinds of directions. You're like a trash bag sometimes. But what you have to do is find a way daily to steady your mind, steady yourself. You know the waves of life are always moving. You you've got to steady your ship, whether it's in the morning. Finding time just to shut it all down and focus. Zone in. What really matters? These things really matter. So, all right. Focusing on Jesus will give you new strength. When the bell rings at the end of the day, listen to Jesus. What is he saying? He will help you fight your battles. Maybe at the end of the day, he says, hey, today, man, you were doing wonderful. You got into this mindset, though, and, and, it, and it took you another path. So maybe tomorrow, you know, try to 
watch out for that. And and he's going to help you. He's your coach. When the bell rings, hey, get some water, wipe your cuts. Okay, listen, you got to watch out. This guy around lunchtime is throwing a, a right hook. Or or here's the deal. This was for me. Hey, at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, don't be on the internet. It's just going to, I mean, what are you, what good are you going to do? Okay, 10, 11, 12 o'clock on the internet. I mean, it's just it's it's just leaving an open door. So, you know, get you some boundaries. You know, that that's not rules, but it's just it's just boundaries. And and just set yourself up for for success. Hey, I'm not going to just I'm not going to be on the internet at midnight. That that does nobody any good, you know. Um I mean, unless you're looking up a sermon, but I mean, just set yourself up for success. You know, if you if you you going in a season, you're struggling. You know, things things aren't going well. Um, you know, you you, you just kind of have to 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 figure out. You know, you know that way you keep yourself from it going in the rut. The enemy wants to wear you down because when you're tired, you're weary, and you're weak, that's when he attacks you. Because you're not gonna resist him as much. You, you're you're gonna kind of you, you're gonna kind of do things you normally wouldn't do. You know your your guard's gonna be down. You know you're gonna kind of just oh whatever. You know there's no vision. You're tired. You know you're just you're stressed. You're overwhelmed. You're just like man. You know and you know what you need. You need to get in alignment with the Lord. You need to get in front of him and let him pull some of that stuff off of you. Let him pull the weights off of you, the distractions, all these other loopholes that you've got and all these other demands that have been placed on you, you know. So just be careful. Focus on what he's got for you. Don't let somebody put a bunch of weight on you that God never called you to do. Don't don't do that because that can really just wear you out and you're just doing things that you have no heart for you're just doing them well it's what i gotta do no you don't gotta do anything you gotta you gotta serve the lord and in your family and your community these are things you, you do i mean that's a privilege but don't just go and try to win the world by yourself you will burn out fast so anyways Sudden victory will come to you if you continue to focus on the Lord. Keep fighting the fight. Keep fighting for your faith. Keep fighting for your purity, uh, your freedom, your integrity, your values. What's valuable to you? The things in the Bible when you read and, and, and in virtues, fight for them. Eventually, as you are doing this, the giant will fall. You won't even realize it that you've defeated a giant. But it was it was only because the Lord, you know, in my life there was a giant of addiction. And the Lord totally defeated this giant. But he could have done that without me. He didn't need my help. But here's what he needed was my partnership. He needed me to be moving in faith speaking his word at night, you know, just, just doing different things. Whatever he would ask me to do, I would do it. 
and we did it together. Now, he could come in your life and he could make everything. The Bible says he could make all the crooked places straight. He could do that. But then what would you do? I mean, you've got to do something. And and he doesn't do anything without partnering with you. You've got to partner with him. He doesn't force his way in your life. So he is teaching us how to fight giants in the land, in your land first, in your heart first, then in your community. And here's the deal. As, as you learn how to fight giants and win, you'll do that for other people. And before you know it, your community will look different. And you won't have to go put a banner out in the front of your house. You could just build a relationship with people that you come in contact with or somebody that, you know, maybe your neighbors or something. And you guys could just start talking and then giants are falling around you. Here's what I know about people. Just because myself, my experience, I listen to people and receive from them if I had a relationship with them. If I didn't have any relationship with them or there was there was no trust or common ground, you it doesn't matter what you say. I'm not going to listen to it. You know, cuz I don't know you. I don't trust you. Right? So, has somebody ever came up to you and told you something? Hey, uh, if you don't turn, you're going to hell. And I'm like, yeah, right. You know, be quiet. Get out of here. People used to tell me that all the time. I didn't have no relationship with that person. I had no common ground with them. If I would have known them and had knew their heart, I might have listened to them. But you know what happened to me? Is I came to a church... And I built relationships with people that were credible, they were practical, and they were real. They weren't like kooky. They were real. And I listened to them. And they did tell me, hey, bro, you were headed to hell. Absolutely. I know I was. You didn't have to tell me that. I knew that. But it didn't do me any good to know that because I didn't know how to get away from that. Nobody had ever sat down. Yes, yeah, somebody come up and said, hey, you're going to hell. They never sat down and said, here is the way. Walk in it. Nope. Nobody did that. And so we could do ourselves a service to each other and to other people if you just build relationships. Yeah, people are going to have addictions in their life. They're not going to tell you up front. But let me tell you something. As you get to know them, stuff will just flow. And here's the deal. You're not there to change them. You're just there to... Build a relationship, right? Did Jesus come up and try to change you? He just wanted to build a relationship. But what happened? If if you have a relationship with Christ, you begin to be transformed. He loved you in your darkest hour. He was he was reaching out to you when you weren't reaching out to him. And it was his kindness that drew you in. So the fight of a lifetime. You're going to be fighting every day. There is not going to be a day you're not going to be fighting. When you stop fighting, that's the day all the things that are precious to you, they begin to go away. There is no autopilot in the walk of faith um, or in the recovery life. So that's that's really 
all I have. I don't want to make it a long, long meeting. Um, I, I feel like the most part of what I was supposed to share, I, I was able to share. Um, I had Deacon in here with me, but he, he left me. So I guess he got tired of hanging out. I think uh, he, he wants to hop on the next video. So I don't know if next week I'll be on, but I want to try and get a couple out, you know, a couple out a month. Um, I know I know my pops likes to watch these videos, so, you know, that's special to me. Um, I don't get to see him a ton, so I definitely want, uh, you know, any kind of... Um, you know, FaceTime or whatever for him and, and, and for others, people that have reached out and said, hey, we would like some videos, uh, just sharing a quick word, something like that. So hopefully this blesses you. Um, pray for us. We, uh, you know, everybody needs prayer. Everybody's got stuff going on. We got kids and um, life and, you know, but you know what? Christ is with every person. He's with you. He's with me. It may not feel that great at times, but you know what? We don't grow when things are good. We grow when things are kind of tough, you know, kind of pushing on us, you know. So that's okay. If that's happening, you're growing, and uh, and you don't know it, but you're stronger than you think you are. So uh, I remember this, this pastor, there's, uh, the pastor here, his wife said, uh, the valley is the greatest place uh, that that's what's what and, and and you know i agree i do like the mountaintops i do but i do appreciate the valley because you just you can just sense the lord so strongly in the valley with you so i don't know where you're at today i don't know what's going on in your heart but let me tell you what if you need any prayer if you don't know Jesus and you've been watching these videos, if uh, if if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit and, and you, you don't know how that works, please reach out to me. Send me a message. Uh, you can hop on my, my website and send me a message, and I would pray for you. I will send you some books. Let me tell you what. I get books all the time. Uh, you know, writing books, people send you books. That's just, um, that's just what happens. So I'll be glad to send you books. I love to do that kind of stuff. So um, also, as I'm talking about that, my publisher sent me a deal today and uh, asked me to do some webinars on my book. I have a new book that's coming out later this year. Um, we haven't totally nailed down the title of it, but it's going to be talking about some stuff in Revelation, and um, I think it's going to be really cool. I never wanted to write this book. It's just, you know, <clears throat> I like memoirs and stuff like that. So um, I just want to uh, encourage you. We're going to do different vi videos. I'll go over my second book, and, uh, and I'll talk about some stuff in there. I'll go over the first book as well, um, and you can send them out to friends or people that you may be struggling uh, or, or somebody that you know is sick and needs a healing from God, just needs a miracle. Um, that's what the second book is on. So um, like I said, please reach out if you need something. Call me. You know, if I don't answer, I will call you back within a day or the next day, okay? So I'm going to pray for you real quick, and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be done. Father, thank you for letting us live in this time in history, God. Thank you for putting us together.
with all these people. God, I thank you that you are about to do a wonderful work in this earth, God. And I thank you we're just going to be a part of it. We're going to do it together. We're going to grab as many people as we can as you begin to move into this earth uh, and as you've already been moving in the earth for, for many years. But, God, this is going to be a special, special time of gathering a harvest, God. And I, I just pray that we could set stuff aside and, 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 and begin to reach out to each other and, uh, and just to see your power working in each other's lives no matter what's going on. God, I pray that we could be friendly to our neighbors. We could be friendly to our coworkers and, 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 and just love when it's hard to love. And uh, God, I pray that we could do the right thing all the time. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for every watcher uh, here. I pray that they would have dreams and visions and encounters from you, Lord, and that they would have time for your word, God. They would seek your face for their family and for their career and for their life. In Jesus' name, amen. We sure do love you guys. And uh, if you need anything, just reach out. And uh, here comes the kids. So, uh, yep. All right, see you next time. Bye.